0: Hello and welcome to Camdencast. I'm Tanvi and I'm Erin. And this is our 7th heaven podcast.
1: Today we're on Camdencast. We will be covering season 4 episode 12 of 7th heaven. The title is All By Myself um and in Germany the title is On Distance.
0: So before you get to the user summary from IMDb, um, we wanted to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners and...
1: Long time listener. Yes. First long time emailer. First time
0: emailer, yes. We got our first email. Um, we
1: get many emails.
0: Okay. <laughs> we got From
1: like our Google Alerts on 7th Heaven.
0: We got an email um, from one of our listeners, Megan, and she actually... Uh, sent us a lot about her reaction to the end of the two-parter, um, if you guys remember way back when.
1: Was it 407 and 408? Yes. I
0: believe. Um, it was, what, sin and expiation. Yeah. Um, so she brought up a lot of good points. We're not going to read the entire email, but I did want to say um, one thing that she did mention that I wanted to bring up was that... She said it was very out of character for Mary and the girls of the basketball team to do what they did. And I have to agree, um, because uh, Megan brings up, like, a couple of episodes back in the episode with honors, Corey was getting, like, honored for...
1: (laughs) (laughs) For, like, being an exemplary student and athlete and, like, being an example, so...
0: Like, do we really think a girl who is raising a child and who's hidden the fact that she's raising a a child and, like... talked a lot about how she hasn't been able to, like, have boyfriends or have people over or really have friends be jeopardizing her future like this. And then also, like, we've not established that any of the other girls on the basketball team are inclined to do bad things. Um, Megan also brought up the character of Maggie, which is uh, one of the new basketball players who had, like, such an adverse reaction to the fact that Corey had a child, so why would she be gung-ho about um, doing the graffiti? I don't yeah. know why I said it like that. But, yeah, so I have to agree there that the um, it came out of nowhere, which is what I said when we were reviewing it in the first place. So um, thank you for the email, Megan. Yeah. Now we'll get back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: So, yeah, um, so our IMDb user synopsis is, Matt spends the night with Shauna in between packing for New York, but on the couch, and it only makes the farewell harder... Simon is depressed because Dina bugs him about color-matched outfits, his sisters about pointless phone calls. Lucy is unfair to movie date Brad Landers and better kisser Andrew Naylos. The house is a mess as marital walkover Eric let Annie get away with taking a weekend off alone, which she can't enjoy missing everyone, while he fails to keep any promises.
0: Marital walkover... Yeah, I love
1: that. Uh, so, <laughs> what was your first impression of this episode?
0: I really enjoyed this episode. You um, he keep
1: you've been saying that a lot lately. I know. It's, I'm
0: I'm glad things are turning turning to, it, around for season four. I yeah, I think the last two three episodes I've given quite high, high marks, and I think this one's going to get a high mark as well. Um, I liked that a lot of the action took place in the Camden house. It was. I think it was cool. it was good to see Annie not there. Because I feel like... For, we've been saying for the last few episodes that Annie's been acting like furniture. She really doesn't have a role. She's kind of there, like...
1: Keeping things moving, but, like, without incident.
0: But... And I think it's impor- it was important for the audience to see that, you know, Annie as the mother and the matriarch of the Camden household has a role to play. Um, and this episode did that.
1: Yeah. So the cold open...
0: Yes. Um... Again, where most of the cold opens start, uh, in the Camden kitchen.
1: Um, the, Annie is feeding the twins breakfast, although she's like got her back turned. And she turns around, and one of them is a mess, has cereal all over his head or whatever. And then Ruthie comes down, and she can't find her backpack. And she's like, Annie's like, why don't you look in the living room? And Ruthie's like, it's better when you look, and just like being a pain in the ass. And then Simon comes down and harasses... Annie as about. well about his blue shirt because he needs to wear it because Dina is wearing her blue shirt and they're gonna match and Simon's like well I put it in the laundry why didn't you do the laundry yesterday Um just like being kind of really out of line to Annie and then Lucy and Mary come down with their problems Lucy's problem is like oh I did bride call or something and Annie's like I don't know and she's like ugh it's just my life. I don't know. If she's, for some reason, she's, like, angry at Annie because Brad hasn't called her. And then... Um,
0: Lucy, uh, Mary has the same reaction about Robbie not calling her.
1: And then Mary gets a little bit difficult when Annie is like, Annie hasn't made breakfast. So it's kind of just like, oh, eat cereal. And... I don't know. Mary's like, "Don't you make breakfast?" So everyone is harassing Annie, and then Matt comes in at the last second and is like, "Has anyone seen Shauna?" And I'm like, "Why would you, your family, who's at their <laughs> would Shauna have come over to the house? You have your own apartment now, Matt. Um, I don't understand why. I guess that was just to set up his storyline. Like he didn't, no. uh, but it, it was just like well, I guess it foolish. makes sense
0: because Shauna went to the Rev for her NYU recommendation out of nowhere. I so clearly she has They're buds. A, yeah. Um, don't worry, though. Ruthie's backpack is found in the Rev's car. But basically we, what we see is everybody being horrible to Annie, really. And Annie's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going away. Um, which is the end of the cold open. Um, the show comes back after the credits, uh, and really, we just want to put this out of the way because we'll deal with Annie at the the very end. Um, She decides...
1: To take a weekend and go to the beach.
0: Right, so... uh, Even though
1: it is winter. This is the first episode of 2000. Yes. The new
0: millennia. Um, Fun fact, this episode was supposed to air a week before it actually aired. No reason why it was pushed back. It just was. The WB works in mysterious ways or um, used to work in mysterious ways. Well, now
1: we are in the future. Two
0: thousand. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the computers didn't um, ruin the world.
0: So Ruthie had nothing to worry about. I was about. on the
1: edge of my seat with that one. <laughs>
0: um, so, yes, uh, Annie goes away, so she'll be away for the, uh, for the rest of the episode. Um, on her then, own. Oh, she takes happy with her. We should mention that she takes happy with her. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I guess we tackle, like, each child. She set up their problem in the beginning, except for like Ruthie's backpack problem is resolved. So like her whole problem is she's like just bitter that Annie left and like didn't take her or whatever. She sees it as like, you don't want to be, I don't know what we're supposed to get. She just just, like, like feels like she's like a little girl and she's like, where's mommy?
0: She's being left behind. I think we've set up in the season so far that she has a very close relationship with Annie. I mean, when Annie's going through her pregnancy Um, Ruthie starts exhibiting the signs or, you know, quote-unquote exhibiting the signs that Annie has as well. So um, it's just one of those things to show that they're close. So uh, Ruthie's first tactic when she realizes that her mom is leaving is to try to go on the trip with her. And she does this by trying to get in trouble at school. Um, We don't find out what she did, do we? Well, she pulled Doug's hair (laughs) and told him that he cries like a girl. Oh, yeah. And then refused to apologize because she didn't think she did anything wrong. Though I feel like she knew she did something wrong and did it on purpose. She trying. just
1: wanted to... Well, Annie kind of predicts this before she leaves. Um, and she says, like, Ruthie's going to try to come with me. So she's the school is going to call.
0: So throughout the episode, um, because Annie going away means that she's going to be calling the house every, like, five minutes to check in on everything. Ruthie misses all of Annie's phone calls. And it kind of, like makes Ruthie even more annoyed and bitter about the fact that her mother's not here.
1: And she keeps saying to the Rev that, your wife, you need to call, where's your wife? And did your wife call? So back to this possessive, right? I don't know, family member, I don't know, the thing that they did with Simon when he was the Rev's son.
0: Um, Ruthie also has some moments of, what did you call it? You read it on a different, like...
1: Oh, no, that was just like a different... Well, I don't know if anyone, viewers probably know this. It was just a, an observation about how um, Ruthie doesn't really look like the rest of the family members. Like, her skin and, like, features are considerably darker. But I guess, I mean, she looks like she could be related to, like, I guess Matt or Mary. So, there's some. But she, So, it was just about
0: that. But Oh, I thought, well, because in this episode, um, Ruthie kind of doles out some wisdom to yeah. the rest of her family members. Um, and... Uh, just about how they should deal with their problems, Um, but it doesn't really... Oh, I missed that. Well, and so a lot of the action in the rest of the episode takes place for, like, a a few of the family members in the love den, where people have kind of, like... Camped out. Yeah, (laughs) planted themselves. Um, It's a Saturday and a Sunday. This takes place uh, over the weekend, as we said. And so everybody's just watching TV and eating junk food, and... When we get to their storylines, you know, like, Simon's upset about what he's upset about, and Mary's upset about what she's upset about. So Ruthie's like, you should stop whining, and you should stop whining also. Um, I think uh, nothing really happens for Ruthie, other than, I think, the last thing.
1: She, like, isn't doesn't stay angry at Annie forever.
0: Well, I really appreciated what we've seen since the twins have been born and even before the twins were born is this animosity towards the twins that ruthie has and it's quite playful and it's very much like um you know tv tropes about younger siblings not liking each other blah blah blah. the baby not being the baby anymore and she kind of has a very sweet moment with the twins even though they're sleeping so um she's like i like you better when mom's not here and she kind of like gives them, like, a kiss goodnight and says, like, if you need anything, just cry, (laughs) (laughs) and I'll come to you. Yeah. And it's very nice. Um, So, yeah, that's Ruthie. Uh, We'll go to the next oldest.
1: Simon, who goes to school. So Annie doesn't let him wear his dirty blue shirt, so Dina is pissed, Um, and Dina really gives it to him. She gives it to him good because she's in her blue shirt. um, And... She's like, well, you're 13 years old, and you should you you're old enough to do your own laundry. You shouldn't just like rely on your mother, you know, to do everything for you. And I was like, Yeah, Dina, yeah. But then I don't know, Simon's just like a dick to her for the rest of right. the episode, inexplicably, until the end when he did So later on. What? He's waiting okay, so this is like on Friday. So um that they like leave school and I guess they're angry or whatever. So it's Friday night. Everyone's, like, this is, like, supposed to be some comedy. Everyone's waiting for a phone call. And then into Saturday morning. Um, and Dina shows up. I feel like this is the next relevant scene when she shows up at the house. Well, just
0: to say that, like,
1: um, uh, yeah, with the phone. The phone was off the hook so nobody could get in touch with anyone because hijinks.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dina shows up. Uh, and she's basically like, "You, I tried calling you. Nobody picked up, or it was, like, busy the entire time. What have you been doing? And he's, like, very, like, asshole. Like, he's just, like, nothing. She's, like, so you couldn't call me? And he's, like, meh. <laughs> and, yeah. and
1: then she's, like, okay, well, I'm going to, I think Thorev invites her to stay. And she's, like, oh, my dad's in the car. Um, I have to go. And so is like, oh, Simon, like, will you walk me to the door? And he's, like, it's three feet away. <laughs> And the rev, like, tells him, like, okay, go and walk her to the door. And then he does, but they don't really say anything.
0: We don't We don't just, see a scene of them, like, walking together or anything like that.
1: Yeah, and...
0: It really just ends with, I think that, like, Simon Saturday call- night or Sunday. Yeah,
1: later on that night, Simon calls Dina and is like, oh... I, I don't know why I was a dick. Like, let's well, wear our blue shirts tomorrow. I guess it's we'll, Sunday,
0: or like on on school on mon- to school on Monday. Um, yeah, don't really understand what is happening here. So I'm um, just gonna point out. Annie kind of gives at the beginning of the episode advice to um, the Rev about what each child is going through and how to like deal with it over the weekend, and she's like. She says specifically that Dina and Simon are entering a new stage of their relationship. She doesn't really know what it is yet, but to be on the lookout for that. And I don't really know what it is either. Um, because yeah, okay, so Dina was being a little like over the top about the matching blue shirts, but then also she had a very good point about you're thirteen, you should be able to do your own laundry. And then Simon was an asshole. Like I don't. Yeah. And then, and then, like somehow he had a change of heart. I guess like, heart. like he's
1: emo. I don't know. He's moody. He's like got more emotions. I get. I like, don't know. I don't understand
0: what the point of that was. Like, why did that happen? Um. But I just wanted to say that Queen Dina killed it the entire episode. She didn't deal with his bullshit. Um. Yeah. And yeah. So that that's it for Simon. Don't really understand why he was there at all.
1: Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I guess we've got Lucy's storyline, which kind of... So, of course, her and Mary are, like, fighting the whole time about, like, every time the phone rings, who's going to answer it, um, waiting for Brad and Robbie to call. Um, and the first time the phone rings, they are in their room, and Lucy picks it up, and she's like, oh, no, and she lies. Or she's like, oh, I can't, I can't go out this weekend. My mom is out of town. Um, I need to take care of the y-
0: twins. Yeah. It's I, Andrew.
1: And... <laughs> Yeah, so she hangs up and Mary's like, oh, who was that? She's like, it was Andrew Nalos who, if you remember, is played by Will Estes. Yes. And, and Mary says, uh, wait, uh, did you write it then? I did. Yeah, no.
0: Oh, that girly man? Yeah, the girly man. So they're calling Andrew the girly man. Um, if And if you don't remember, it's because he was the one that um, wanted, would, would, took the traditionally female role in the date. Um, Like, he wanted her to pay for everything. He wanted her to open the door for him. Um, He wanted her to pick her up in the car and blah, blah, blah. We haven't heard from them, from him, in a few episodes, right? Yeah. So he's back and he's wanting a date and she does not want to go out with him, obviously. Um, But eventually Brad calls.
1: Yeah. I believe it's the next Saturday morning. So this was Friday night. Saturday morning, Brad calls and he's like, oh... I hope you're not upset that I said I was going to call you and then I didn't call you. And she's like, oh, I didn't even remember that. Um,
0: even though it was the only thing she was thinking about for the past, like, 48 hours.
1: But then, so they set up a date for... Um, that evening. That Yeah, Saturday night to go to the movies. Um, she
0: gets way overdressed. I
1: don't understand. What, like, this is the first time I feel like we've seen her be so overdressed. Uh, um,
0: actually, I want to take a moment. Um, I feel like we haven't done... Uh, fashion. It's not 90s fashion anymore. It's Y2K fashion, I guess. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, well, she's still wearing that awesome Matrix coat.
0: Right, coat uh, but Duster. In the beginning of the episode, she's wearing this, what, like, tiger print top? Is that tiger print?
1: Yeah, Yeah. don't worry, it's coming back. Cheetah, tiger, che- cheetah, I think uh, is. Cheetahs the-
0: are spots, though. This was striped. Oh, I thought it was Spots. I thought it was striped.
1: I don't know. It's one of those... Some of the, It's a big cat. Yeah, <laughs>
0: one of the big cats. Maybe it's a jaguar. No, jaguars nope. are like all black. Yeah. Um, so... Or leopard. No, those have spots also. Uh, anyway, um, she... I don't know. It's very... It's not something that I would see on someone. Except unless you're, like, Gloria from The Modern Family. That's what it looks like. Like, Gloria from The Modern Family would wear that. Um, And her outfit, as we were saying, for the date is way over the top. Like, it looks like something...
1: Looks like an evening gown. Or, like,
0: something you'd wear to, like, a high school dance.
1: Yeah. Like a formal. But she's wearing it to the movie theater.
0: Um, So we get to the movie theater, and they're online. um, And it's... They're either going to go see Alibi, or what, The Grown Ups, or Grown Up?
1: I don't know. It's fake movies, I think, I believe. Um, And who gets online behind them other than... uh, Andrew. Andrew Nalos, who uh, is like, how could you bring him here? (laughs) And Lucy's like, this isn't even the movie theater we went to.
0: So he's like, why did you lie to me? And she's like, because... um, I didn't lie to you. I wasn't. I couldn't go on a date, but then I realized. But then, like Brad asked me, and I wanted to do it with him, so I went. Um, we forgot to mention that the reason that she just blatantly didn't turn Andrew down was because she was keeping him on the back burner in case things with Brad didn't work out. Uh, Lucy's upping her upping
1: her game. Upping her she's her playing game. everyone.
0: Yeah. Um, so instead of being played, she's the player. Uh, Andrew's like very upset about this. He's like, "How can you?" Like, why him? And Brad, like, doesn't seem to really care. He goes and buys the tickets. They head into the theater, and Andrew's like, well, I'm coming too. And Lucy's kind of, like, flailing about. He's like, you can't come on my date. But then he's like, it's America. It's a free country. I can go anywhere I want. Which is a good point. Like, if he paid for the movie ticket. Well, yeah, I
1: think she's like, just don't come and, like, try to sit
0: with on us. my lap. Like. <laughs> um, so after the movie, Brad, I think, is in the bathroom and Andrew comes out, and he's like, you guys aren't going to last. And Lucy's like, Brad's the jealous type, so I suggest you get away from me.
1: And then he's like, oh, we have chemistry or whatever. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he says, on my porch that night we went on the date when we kissed. You know, it was like electric or some cliched thing. And so Andrew, like to remind her of the passion, leans in. And kisses her, and I guess we're supposed to gather that it was, like, incredible, because then Lucy's just standing there, like, (gasps) and then Brad comes out.
0: So I was really expecting Brad to, like, walk in on the kiss. I thought that, you know, that seems like what should happen, but 7th of took a left turn, um, and he didn't see the kiss, and so Lucy's like, kiss me. (laughs) And so they kiss, but it's very tame in comparison, and she immediately realizes that Andrew's right they don't have the chemistry that she thinks they have so she tells Brad that it's over yeah and so I think we're led to believe that maybe the upcoming storyline for Lucy in the next few episodes will be her and Andrew getting together I mean that's what that it seems like that is
1: correct
0: um, so I hot super hot Brad Landers Guess guess that, you need more than that for chemistry although yeah. I prefer Will Estes
1: I was looking at, I, I didn't really, lo- this episode, I was like, he yeah I don't know. I, I don't like him.
0: Well, yeah, his character's not great, but I still... But, like, he like he doesn't, he's like
1: not, like, really, like, good-looking I uh, oh, I you can,
0: all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we can have different opinions.
1: Well, no, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, he, he looked very, like, plain. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Andrew Nalos, he'll come back. Um, but
0: goodbye, Brad Landers, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, other, like, bit little things with, like, Lucy, like, running the house or whatever, but she doesn't really... Not so much. Uh, well, she,
0: like, is in charge of taking care of the babies. There's, like, a mess with the twins.
1: Uh, yeah. She does the laundry.
0: She seems to be the only one that isn't, like, v- a vegetable in the love den. She's, like, actually doing things with her life. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, she comes back from her date. All is good in the world. Um. So Mary, as we mentioned, is waiting for a phone call from Robbie, and that's all she's doing.
1: And it never comes. Nope. Robbie. Well, as we know, the phone was off. Lucy knocked the phone off the hook. So, you know, after she got her phone call, so only Lucy can be happy. Uh, Um.
0: Yeah, but we don't. I don't really know what we're supposed to think about the fact that Robbie doesn't call. People are like, maybe he needs some space away from you. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're supposed to gather. Uh, Poor Mary. She just sits and eats peanut butter right out of the jar.
1: And that's Matt. her storyline. Um, so then we've got Matt, who is dealing with... Uh, Shauna is like a move... Th- this this weekend, like Sunday or Monday... Sunday. is the Yeah, is the day that Shauna is making her move to New York permanent. So um, Matt's entire storyline is like, oh... We are going to, like, uh, he spends the whole weekend with her, and he's helping her pack and stuff, and they, I don't know, there's, like, a scene where she's packing, and she's talking about, like, how NYU isn't like Crawford. It's, like, a campus, and it's just all over the city, like, you it's know. Not all no. over the
0: city, also. And,
1: yeah, but, like, she's just, it's not, like, a traditional college campus where, like, all of, it's not, yeah, where, like, all of the buildings are in, you know. One location. One, yeah. So she's like going on about the things she's excited for. um, And Matt kind of gets like a little bit depressed and he goes and like hangs his head. And she's like, I can be excited about New York without.
0: But but still hate the fact that you're not here with me or they're with me. Um, They start making out with purpose. Um, (laughs) With purpose. Well, like, you know, there's just making out just for the sake of like, oh, I'm going to make out. But then there's making out with the purpose of moving into a different thing eventually. And I think Shauna picks up on that. Uh, she's like, what are we doing? Uh, how close are we getting? And he's like, this close. Um, and we, the next time we really see Matt, it's... He calls
1: the Rev. Yes. And we get the idea that he's like nervous to be talking to the Rev because he's like, we're just here packing and packing and I'm helping Shauna pack and he says pack about a hundred times and the Rev is like picks up on it.
0: Um, the thing is that The Rev called Matt's apartment earlier, but Matt didn't pick up. And Matt's calling the Rev from Shauna's apartment, being like, oh, I just left my apartment really early to help Shauna pack. Um, The thing is, right, that...
1: He stayed over.
0: Um, And so I feel like for the last two, three episodes, the show's been trying to shove it down our throat that, oh, my God, is Matt having sex with Shauna? Uh, No. Yeah. He just slept over, Um, but like there's a lot of like you know the morning after kind of things happening. We see, uh, Shauna in like lingerie, kind of or like a. It is like it's like a nighty, right, or a negligee. (laughs) Um, So Matt like gets out of the shower and has to wear one of her shirts. Which is doesn't he doesn't need to. He can just put on his own shirt. If he showered, he can just put on the shirt he was wearing before. Or
1: he could just not wear a shirt. I mean I don't really want to see that. Unless it's cold.
0: It's winter, right? Yeah, it's winter oh. in Glen Oak.
1: Yeah. That sounds lovely. Um so anyway, that's well, like I don't know. So that night we get the idea that I don't know if they've packed up or some of the stuff has been moved out because Matt is like talking like he's going to stay over again. And Sean is like, but the cat, there's no couch this time or whatever. So, uh, he's like, it's okay. I'll sleep on the floor. I just want to be near you. And she's, she says something about like, it'll be easier to say goodbye now than to wait until the morning when I'm like going to the airport, you should just leave now and it can be over now. And, He, like, cries, and they hug, and they say goodbye.
0: we, okay, well, I just want to say we missed a little bit, uh, a chunk of things there. Whoops. (laughs) Um, so, we gather that they have a very, like, romantic morning, but then as the afternoon hits, he's, like, Maybe, sad. yeah, he's sad. He's like, you maybe like you, we can do this all the time and then you don't have to leave. And it's like kind of hitting him. And she's like, I don't like your attitude right now. Um, so maybe go home and change your clothes and come back with a new attitude. So he leaves and comes back, but he comes back in the outfit he wore.
1: Oh, with when he first well, not when he met her, but when he was delivering the burgers and Shauna ordered the burgers and then he quit the job. He's
0: wearing, like, the little Dairy Shack, like, cap, hat, paper thing. And he's, like, in his leather jacket. And he's, like, look.
1: I brought you burgers. N-
0: nostalgia, memories. Romantic
1: gesture.
0: Um, and this is when they have their big goodbye. So instead of taking her to the airport and, like, saying goodbye at the airport, they say goodbye then. I think, like, the point being that... He's, they, like, at
1: peace, it seems. Right. They both, by the end.
0: They both want to end on a high note because they're afraid that, like, if they keep on trying to delay the goodbye... Well, as he It'll says, the goodbyes are killing me, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. is what he says. Um, we have a kind of nice moment between, like, he eventually comes to the Camden household where he sees, like, the mess that the house is in. And he's like, what the fuck, family? <laughs> <laughs> but um, he has, like, a nice heart-to-heart, heart, like, a very quick heart-to-heart heart with Mary, where they're both like, I think you're going to be fine. Like, Mary with Robbie and Matt with Shauna. They're both wrong. Uh,
1: um, how do you know that? I mean... They're endgame here.
0: Well, I hope Shauna's on endgame. No. Oh, this was my thing. Like, this is my question to our listeners. Um, what did you feel? I feel like it was supposed to be a very, like, touching moment between Shauna and Matt when she leaves. Um, were you... Touched? Just, like, was your heart broken? Were you, like, rooting for them? I know. Um, we
1: were totally unaffected. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I don't really ever. I've never liked anyone that Matt dates. So
0: yeah, so far I don't. I mean, yeah, no, I've not really don't like anything anybody so far. Um, Heather, I guess, was a long term thing. And They're like Sean really poorly was
1: written. I feel like, or like, like I said, the whole thing with Shauna was like we didn't we didn't find anything out about her until like an incident happened. Then there'd be one scene where she just had this like big long monologue, like, and this is my life story. And I was like, wow, this is some terrible terrible writing. Um, Yeah,
0: you could have spent, like, episodes expositioning instead of doing this one massive exposition.
1: Yeah. um,
0: But, yeah, I just wanted to know if anybody, like, was touched by this moment. Um, Because I realized it was supposed to be... Like, if you're rooting for them, was this something that, like... Anyway.
1: Devastated you. Yeah. Uh, Um,
0: But that's really it for Matt. Like we... Like you said, he seems to be at peace with her departure. Um, But she's... I mean gone yeah but I feel like they're still gonna
1: yeah we're I think I'm pretty sure she's not she's not lo- gone forever um so then I guess we've got
0: Annie Annie
1: who is on a journey of self-discovery and what a journey it, it is, is.
0: <laughs> so um just so people understand where we're at obviously we know that Annie is the mother of seven and the wife of a reverend and that she takes care of a household basically all on her own
1: series recap here <laughs>
0: um, but I'm just saying like There's that. But then on top of that, she has newborn twins. Um, The Rev just had a heart attack. She's recently found out that her father has Alzheimer's. And um, one of her daughters is a delinquent. It's
1: a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, And so she needs a break. And this is a good break to have. She takes Happy to the Oceanside Motel um, where...
1: She apparently used to go with her parents. Um, And, I mean, she's just like... Relaxing on the beach the second day Because I think this is the first relevant thing that happens We just wanted Um, to say She's,
0: like, drinking wine alone at some point Also
1: Yeah, and and she's on the beach with Happy the second day And she says something about, like Sometimes you just need to come here and cry And then she starts crying And...
0: She spends a while crying at the beach, it seems like Um, And then this woman comes up to her And this is Hattie uh, Hattie, who plays, well, it's it's the trope, right? It's the it's like the old the wise, wise black woman, um, and which I really hated. <laughs> um,
1: but you started to like it.
0: <laughs> well, yes, because it took a turn. Uh, so um,
1: Hattie has come down to the beach to to look for Annie because the Rev had apparently been trying to call her room, and then when she did not answer the phone in her room he called the front desk and was like excuse me can you find annie so they're like oh your husband called you should call him back and annie starts telling her life story which Tanvi just recapped yes um and hattie's like oh you deserve a break and you do so much and you're great and they're sitting on the beach and then like they're getting a little close
0: um, I think, like, at some point, they decide that they're going to have dinner together. Um...
1: Hattie cooks for Annie.
0: Or something. They're having fish. Um... Oh,
1: I thought it was chicken. All right, they're well, having it fish. Looks,
0: it looked like fish. It looked like halibut. Or, like, salmon.
1: No, salmon is pink.
0: No, but it looked it was, like... It
1: was definitely white. If it was a fish, it was a white fish.
0: Um... But
1: they were cooking it in a pan, and that's why I feel... I guess you could cook... I don't know. Like
0: a pan-seared fish. Yeah. Um, so... They're, it's very nice, they're like, like then like, they yeah, they're
1: having wine, yeah. and they're sitting outside, on having dinner, al fresco.
0: Yeah, they're sitting on like this outside patio. Yeah,
1: porch or whatever that comes, like, it's like the balcony from, this is like a nice motel, because Annie's room is like a...
0: Yeah, it's a very it's, nice room. It's
1: got, it's like an apartment. This whole thing's like an apartment, and there's like a... a a porch that is like out leading onto and the be- onto the beach. So. And there's like
0: a fire pit thing. Or like some sort of like fireplace yeah, outside so they've as got, well.
1: They've got the fire going. Yeah, they're really sitting nice. out on the patio on the beach. It's th- a nice view yeah. of the beach.
0: Um she's la- like Annie and Hattie are laughing. Annie's like, I haven't laughed this hard in so long. Um she, or no, she says I haven't laughed talking about my mom without like breaking down crying in such a long time. And they're having the time of their lives and like I'm gonna be like, Hattie decides like says, "Oh, okay, well, I'm done for the night." And all of a sudden, he's like, "No, no, please stay. <laughs> I'm having such a good time, and like, I need you need a break, just like I need a break." And I don't know, there's some vibes going on. They were like, they're getting close, they're getting cozy. And he's putting the moves on her, giving her the the eyes. Yeah. Hattie's responding back positively. Okay. <laughs> um, positively. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's some undertones and some overtones.
1: Anyway, I also misled you on this because I thought, well, I mean, it comes up at the end when I knew there was, I remembered this episode and I thought that Hattie... Was going to turn out to be imaginary, like it was God or an angel, because as we see, so the next day when, like, Annie's checking out, she goes to the front desk and she checks out and she tells the guy who's working there, like, oh, say, like, thank you to, to Hattie for, like, everything... She did for me. I appreciated it, and this guy's like, nobody works here by the name of Hattie. And,
0: like, and suddenly Annie's like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Maybe last I time? imagined it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as she's packing up her tr- the trunk of her electric car, um, she sees the like image, or I guess, bot the, no, she the silhouette ha- of, yeah, the of silhouette. Hattie yeah, what, walking that, on the beach. That's what I, the word I was looking for. And so she runs up to her. It's like, oh, thank God, I, I caught you. I didn't for some for a moment there, I thought you were an angel. The guy at the front desk didn't know who you were. She's like, oh, it's because he doesn't know me as Hattie. That's like, like a family yeah, name. name um i thought it meant like something else. I, I tried to look up the meaning of hattie but it had nothing to do with god um so basically annie's like i thought you were an angel but you're real and hattie's like angels friends family it's all one and the same and they like <laughs> hug it out they hug it out although i do think like it's left ambiguous on purpose so you could think that she's like
1: she really did imagine it yeah um
0: well, Which means that she made dinner for herself and laughed with herself.
1: And drank all that wine by herself.
0: <laughs> and had a lot of good night times with herself.
1: <laughs> I don't think.
0: What? Whatever.
1: Anyway, I guess Hattie snuck out before morning. <laughs> well. Anyway,
0: need to keep the magic alive somehow. So um, that's
1: the episode.
0: What would you rate this?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I'll give it a. 4 I'm also going to give it a 4.5 Whoa Yeah, I'm telling you, these are high rated episodes Actually, you know what? It's getting a 5 I'm giving this a 5 um, I thought it was as good as the last episode Which I gave a 5 for as well um, Alright Oh, I wanted to mention, I did mention this um, Mary is uh, changing up her lipstick game She, like, before it was very much Lucy that was wearing lipstick, but Mary's been trying on different shades of lipstick recently, and it's very, like, they're shades of brown, which is very, like, late 90s, early 2000s, so I'm excited to see where that goes.
1: Yeah. Also, one more thing just for, like, keep, I don't know, keeping tabs on the cast of 7th Heaven and what they're doing now. Um, Number, like, okay, so, like, the other... Okay, wait, I don't know what I want to say. All right, so there's a show now that's on ABC. It looks really terrible, but of course, Beverly Mitchell is going to be on it. I'm not exactly sure when. It's called Battle of the, like, Network TV Stars or whatever, and it comes out on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC. And it looks like, I don't know when she's going to be on it, though, because each week it's, like, a different team of, like, TV stars, and I use the word stars very loosely um so anyway if you want to check out your local listing and you can probably see like beverly mitchell doing stupid stuff um like game show style (laughs) there was like athletics and like stupid events so hmm. that would be funny and embarrassing and she would probably look very foolish uh
0: if you would like to get in touch with us about something else uh besides your opinion on Battle of the Network stars, uh, or like to send us an email, like Megan did, about an episode or something you we didn't discuss, um, you can email us at camdencasts at gmail.com, or you can get in touch with us through Twitter and Instagram. Our handles are at show, or on Facebook, which is CamdenCast.
1: And you can listen on uh, the Apple iTunes Podcasts uh, app and on at soundcloud.com. Backslash CamdenCast. I am
0: Erin. I am Tandy, and this is CamdenCast.